nice and most wonderful time of the year. You know, except all those aches and pains that creep up as the weather gets cooler, or God forbid you pull a Clark Griswold while putting up the lights. But what if there's a way to be able to enjoy the cold weather of the holiday season without the associated bodily aches and pains? Well, imagine no further as Evil's CBD Topical Freeze Gel is here to the rescue. Whether it's to help that nagging shoulder injury from sports ball game of yesteryear, or it's to help alleviate those deep aches and pains, CBD Topical Freeze Gel from Ebels offers the industry best quality and strength to offer lasting relief from chronic pain. And this holiday season, all members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can get that perfect gift to self or stocking stuffer for that fitness fanatic in the family at an exclusive discount at checkout using code TBNS. Again, use code TBNS at checkout to get your discount applied to your order. Listen, the holidays are especially tough this year, so let's at least not spend them in pain. So use code TBNS at checkout to see the evil's difference today. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific need. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the Liberty Movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. wild and crazy to the like you know nth degree or we return to some normalcy i i'm guessing it's the the, the first uh, option but you know we'll see what happens but we're all in together folks as you are joining us for another fun-filled season of the brian nichols show and i am of course your humble host brian nichols here on the brian nichols show now if if you've made it through the first two seasons of the brian nichols show starting way back in 2018 which isn't really that far back, then you are a longtime listener of the show, and, and you know what you've come to expect here at The Brian Nichols Show. Shows are going to educate, enlighten, and inform. Now, if you're a new listener, let's say this is your, your New Year's resolution. Are those still things? New Year's resolutions? 
I think they are. Uh, but let's just say this is your New Year's resolution to listen to maybe a, a podcast to learn about something that you were not, uh, you, were, you weren't really confident about. Or maybe you want to listen to a podcast to learn more about a particular topic. Or let's say you're listening to this show today because you want to start listening to a show that's going to challenge your own personal beliefs. Then, guys, you've picked the best show out there because at The Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave you guys every single episode feeling that you've left educated, enlightened, and informed. And that comes for, for folks on both sides of the aisle. Now, if you're a first-time listener of The Brian Nichols Show, yeah, we're, we're a libertarian, small-l libertarian podcast. Now, granted, I also um, am working with the Libertarian Party uh, out there with a lot of the other podcasters in the libertarian um, spheres of influence. If you guys are interested in joining the big-l libertarian party to actually you know make some substantive changes there, lp.org forward slash Brian Nichols Show. But if you're here just to learn right, about libertarian ideals or just the ideas and concepts of liberty and how that would look like in a true free society, this is the show for you. Um, but let's say you're coming from maybe a different perspective. Maybe you're coming from the left, the, the middle. Uh, I know I have a lot of fans who listen to the show who come from both the left and the right. Um, this is also a fantastic show for you guys to listen to because I bring on people from all walks of life. And really my goal is to have difficult conversations with people to end the, the show feeling that we we will leave, maybe not agreeing, but the very least understanding where each other are coming from so we, we can get rid of this this belief that the person that disagrees with us is is our enemy, right? So uh, let's kind of start things off uh, this way, right? Now, if, if it's your uh, if it's your first time here on The Brian Nichols Show, um, one of the things that you come to, to know and love is I have guests on all the time, and uh, you know the past few episodes actually have, have just been me, um, which again is going to be another solo episode today, uh, because I have had the chance to uh, really sit down and enjoy a book for the first time in a long time, um, and this book is actually, uh, it was pointed my way by, uh, actually, guest we had in the show, uh, Nick Gillespie from Reason Magazine, and it's How to Have Impossible Conversations uh, from Peter Bogosian. Now, <clears throat> I first heard Peter on the Reason interview with Nick Gillespie, and he was discussing this book, and as I listened more and more to Peter kind of explain, number one, what the book is, but also, really, what the the meat of the book is, right? And the meat of the book is, yes, how to have difficult conversations with people because it, in this, I mean, let's be real, right? It's 2020, and we're going into an election season. I don't know about you. We, you know, we just finished the holidays, but <laughs> if, 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 if we all have similar families where politics was one of the, the main conversation points, I'm sure that you found yourself sitting there biting your tongue uh, more than a few times. I know I myself, I sat there and bit my tongue quite a few times, uh, and it's important to to kind of take a step back as um, you know people who are involved in politics, like a lot of us are every single day, and just listen to, to what, <laughs> and this might sound a little um, rude, but just what your average person thinks. And... Um, that's kind of what we've been doing here at the Brian Nichols show when it comes to not looking at how the average person thinks, but how the other side thinks. And I say other side, and it could really refer to any side. It could be the left, it could be the right, whatever side you find yourself on, the other side. And I want you to be able to better understand where your other side is coming from, right? Because it, I think one thing I found as we, we look where we are, not only just going into an election season here in 2020, but also just by and large where we are as a country. Uh, Post-2016 especially, 
I mean, the, the trust in the mainstream corporate media is at an all-time low, and rightfully so, right? If you're a media apologist, I'm sorry, there are no excuses to defend the corporate media infrastructure that exists today. And actually, it's become more and more apparent that their goal has been to silence dissenting views um, or just alternative forms of media, um, like independent media. So I, I think that the days of not only uh, supporting the mainstream media, but defending the mainstream corporate media are, are long but over. Um, but if you look at, you know, beyond that, where we are today as a country, you've seen the polar divides increase more and more and more. And it really comes down to, unfortunately, the two warring parties that are within the, the larger American duopoly in our political infrastructure. And that is a, a war between the traditional democratic progressive left in the country and the more conservative traditional right in the country. Now, I'm using those, you know, those those descriptions very vaguely and very generally because that's kind of the caricature that each side not only has presented uh, for itself, but also has presented for its opposing um, opposing sides as what they believe. And you know, I guess there's a third of us out there who look at both parties and say, both y'all suck. Um, and we're looking for an alternative, where, whether that's libertarian. Um, I know I've had folks in my show who are you know, saying the, the alternative is democratic socialism. And I say, God, no, that's scary. Um, but I've had people who say, you know, the, the, the answer is somewhere in the middle. And, uh, you know, as a libertarian, I, I think the answer, and I, I'm confident the answer is no, 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 liberty. Like, just give liberty a chance. Let people live their lives freely and just see what happens, right? If, if 10 years from now things are, are wild and crazy and it's all due to a free market, free individual society world, all right, we'll take a step back. But we haven't even had that in, I mean, honestly, we really haven't had that ever. Um, but even in America, I mean, the, the closest we had was to our founding, right? Where we, we, we went to, to war over a couple percent tax. Like that's, that's kind of, that, that, that's the closest that we as a society got to, you know, this this idea of liberty, of living a truly free lifestyle. I mean, that's why our ancestors came over here was to get away from all that tyranny, all that statism, right? And that's honestly what it is, that the tyranny is just statism and it's being enacted from the, the force or the threat of force from an overarching state, which in this case, in the United States is, uh, you know, in our United States perspective is, is the federal government and state government and in some cases, local government governments, especially if you're in a, uh, a larger municipality or a city or what have you. So the, the, the point of that was to say, what I want to see from not only just America by and large is to get better at having difficult conversations with one another, but it's to, uh, for you guys, the, the, the awesome audience of the Brian Nichols show, because now I'm, I'm taking a step here on a ledge and saying, I, I, and I've said it once before, but I'm going to reiterate, I truly believe you guys are one of, if not the smartest audience that are out there, because whenever, number one, I get any correspondence from you guys via email, DMs on, on Twitter, at B. Nichols Liberty, by the way, um, I always have respectful, thoughtful dialogue. Even if you disagree with a point that was not maybe raised on the show by me, but maybe by a guest, everything I receive in commentary from you guys is nothing but positive. Um, it's constructive. It's it's actually helpful. Um, you know, I use uh, back, not last episode, where it was my appearance on the uh, Friends Against Government podcast, um, 
but where I was sitting down and discussing kind of, uh, you know, some suggestions I got from the audience, one of them being a pop filter, um, but also, uh, you know, people saying that they like having the, the, dif- the differing views or, or voices or opinions on the show because it, it really helps you kind of, number one, better rationalize why you believe, and I say you, but us, we, why we believe what we believe, um, but it also helps our, our political um, opposites to better grasp and understand where they come from. And conversely, conversely, not the right word, eh, we'll go with it. Conversely, when you consider um, the, the chance for the other side to then hear our, our positions in our own words, I think that really adds a lot of credibility to our ability to have a conversation, um, but also to show that we're not just, you know, the, the straw man bumper sticker caricature that's been created of who we are as libertarians. We're not, we're not the, um, you know, the, the smoke weed, uh, you know, anti, anti cop caricature has been, been painted by the, 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 the folks in the right, but conversely in the left, we're not, I know I'm using conversely right there. Uh, conversely in, on the left, we're not the, the, you know, the, the anti, um, the, the anti poor person, you know, pro big business, uh, zealots that they frame us to be. So, what I want us to all get better at is to be able to have difficult conversations with people. So that kind of goes to the point of um, the book I've been reading, which is, again, like I mentioned, How to Have Impossible Conversations from Peter Bogosian. And um, this book has been nothing short of amazing because it, it really frames what I've been doing here on The Brian Nichols Show since really the beginning. And that is trying to have these difficult conversations with people, um, not to again leave the show feeling that we agree, but just to better understand where the other side's coming from. And uh, one episode in particular that I, and I'm going to toot my own horn here because it's my show, so I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> but no, it was uh, when I had uh, Keith Rubino on the show, and it was uh, the show Ask a Democratic Socialist, which I'll be sure to include in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check this episode out. Because what I did was I asked you guys to send me some questions that you had that you legitimately wanted to ask Keith. Because um, Keith is a self-described um, Democratic Socialist. He is a rabid, rabid Bernie Sanders supporter. And actually, I'm going to be having him on the show uh, very, very soon to discuss, um, you know, can Bernie Sanders actually win this thing? And we're going to look at a recent episode with uh, Dave Smith, part of the po- uh, Problem Podcast, and and kind of walk through what Keith's um, Keith's perspective is, and also his his kind of uh, his commentary, let's, let's say, right, on Dave and Robbie the Fire Bernstein's commentary over on, on Part of the Problem. Um, I, I honestly think that Dave has given some of the best objective analysis of these Democratic debates, right up there actually with, with uh, Tom Woods. Um, Tom, Wood, Tom Woods has been doing a great, uh, a great segment for the Democratic debates with uh, Lou Rockwell, and they've been breaking down the debates, so we don't have to. So thank you, gentlemen, for that. Um, but with, uh, with, with Dave and, and, and Robbie over at Part of the Problem, they've been kind of taking a much more high-level approach, right? And looking much more at the different forces and and players within the Democratic primary, both those who are running, um, but also the behind-the-scenes stuff, the political infrastructure that, uh, you know, is is supporting particular candidates or hurting um, particular candidates. Um, but anyways, back to the, the main point with, with Keith. So the reason 
um, I wanted to have Keith on the show was because just in my interactions with Keith, and actually I was introduced to Keith um, by uh, Philip Page, who was running for New York State Assembly up in New York State at the same time that Keith, ironically, was also running, ironically, coincidentally, one of the two, um, was running for New York State Assembly as a Democrat in a, in a neighboring district. Um, and I, it's actually funny how I've been talking to, to Philip and I noticed in, in a, a thread there was, you know, Rubino and I was like, I know that name. I don't know how I know that name. And I saw him commenting and and. and then just out of nowhere, Philip's like, oh, by the way, if you're ever looking to to interview a really, you know, just uh, a kind, but also not rabid uh, Democratic socialist. And by rabid in this case, I mean someone who does, you know, if you are anything, you know, to the right of, of Karl Marx, you're, you know, a fascist. Um, that's not Keith. Keith is very level headed. Um, I think his his I think his ideas are. Hmm. How do I want to phrase this? His ideas are well-intentioned, but I I firmly believe that the solutions that he and also, you know, the folks on the left have presented to solve, yes, the very real issues that we, we face, I, I think that those solutions are not only very ineffective, um, but historically have shown to actually um, exacerbate the issues that they were, in fact, trying to solve. Um, so when I had Keith on the show, I wanted to really figure out how did he get to where he is, both in in terms of his ideology, but also, you know, in terms of what he has seen as the solutions to the problems that we're both agreeing on. And and one thing I think that was really, uh, that was really a, a successful part of that episode was one of the main focuses that's actually discussed in, uh, in the book, um, which is, Never assume that the person you're talking to has negative intentions um, from from their side, right? One of the, the the common issues I see done by both those on the left and also those on the right is they approach any conversation with someone from the opposite side with the with the usually and I say this you know I, I'm being general here, but usually with the belief that they are approaching this conversation from a, a sense of malice. Um, and I think we have to entirely stop just just full stop having that belief both on the left and the right again um because that's one thing that when i interviewed keith i made it a point not to do and i feel that we left that conversation feeling that yeah we we didn't agree at all i mean we 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 agreed on the problems we had no <laughs> real um you know coming together in terms of solutions but I better understood how Keith got to where he was. And I think, honestly, that Keith was able to leave the show better understanding where I, I was coming from. Uh, now, I've, I've actually said this in an episode, I believe it was over on Steve Nagaramish's show back when I was uh, over there. Um, you know, one of the main goals when I had that conversation with Keith wasn't to, to try to change his mind, um, but really it was to to be a rational, logical kind, compassionate voice that would present the the, the pro-liberty side of the coin, but would actually be listened to by people on the left that would hopefully, you know, just plant that seed of doubt in their mind that maybe this caricature that they had built up as libertarians wasn't in fact all that they had thought it was going to be. And um, 
that's one thing I think that if, as we, again, go forward in 2020, we all collectively have to do better at is, is being able to start conversations without believing that the other side is, is, um, you know, with, with, uh, ill intentions at the onset of the conversation, but also I think it's really important for all of us to understand and appreciate why we have these conversations with people to begin with. Is your conversation being done to win? Is your goal to start a, 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 a you know Facebook back and forth with someone to win, to to get likes, to reaffirm what you believe, or are you trying to actually find some common ground? Are you trying to help better frame what you believe to someone who doesn't really know what you believe? They know the straw man of what you believe as it's been presented to them by you know their their commentators in the left. Or, hey, even on the commentators on the right, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson have a completely different, you know, caricature of libertarians than Bernie Sanders would have, right? But both sides are creating caricatures. And it's done because it's a lot easier to attack a straw man than it is to have a conversation with someone and actually try to understand. Now, now here's the truth, right? I would get thousands more listeners by making every single episode an attack video, like like a Ben Shapiro destroys, Brian Nichols obliterates, Marxist XYZ, listen here. Like, no, that's not what we do here at the Brian Nichols Show. And honestly, neither should you, right? If, if you are a, a member of this audience, I don't want you guys going on to Facebook and doing that. I don't want you going on Twitter and doing that. If you're engaging with someone on social media, or even in, in real life, right? It, it could be a coworker. It could be a, m- a member of your family. Like I was mentioning earlier, we all just came back from, from the holidays. We know what it's like, but if you're able to get away from the belief that every conversation with someone who we disagree with has to be contentious and actually take a second to say, well, why, why do you believe that? Can you, exp- I don't understand. Help me better understand what you believe. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give a, a, an anecdote here. You know, I had a conversation with someone over this break, uh, and they came into the conversation firmly believing that if you were a Republican, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not being, you know, facetious here. I'm not trying to, to, you know, make this some big fish story, but no, this is literally what they said. If you voted for Donald Trump or if you were a Republican, then you are a bad person, right? Now that, that is a hell of a position to start from. And, I, I, it kind of actually made me laugh a little bit because I was like, holy hell, like that's, that is, is, is quite a statement to make to, you know, just completely characterize one half, maybe a third of our nation as just bad people. So I said, why? Like, why, what makes you say that? And I got him to kind of start to, to walk through in his view of, you know, why they're bad people. Well, it's Trump's you know, personal character flaws. It's, and, and, and without trying to regurgitate the entire conversation, it starts going from a conversation that started off saying the GOP and Trump, if you, you know, vote for Trump or GOP, you're a bad person to a conversation about democracy. And is democracy a good thing or a bad thing? Because what I'd made it a point to do was just continually to ask questions and to try and number one, for myself, better understand where they were coming from but to also get him to better rationalize himself how he arrived to the positions that he arrived at. Um, so it was it was interesting because 
when we would discuss, you know, the ability for someone to live their lives freely, he would agree. And I said, okay, so why are you a fan of democracy? And he's like, because. And I was like, okay, so, you know, in this situation, if there's you, me, and, you know, Bill down the street, and Bill and I vote that we we think you have too much money, and we're going to take that from you, technically it's democracy. It's a two-to-one. Does that make it right? And it's, I don't know, for me, it's kind of a, a fun feeling when you can you can see, like, the error lights light up on somebody's eyes, because they're like, oh, I... I didn't expect that I would have that question to be answered by myself at some point in this conversation. And he, he didn't answer, which actually, um, it, it kind of caught me, uh, you know, by surprise that he didn't even have an answer to that um, because he didn't know how to answer Because all of a sudden it was like his entire worldview was being challenged, not by me, but by himself. Because if you're able to frame a question in a way that makes someone explain and rationalize their position... Now you're starting to, to like work. It's like, it's like a reverse osmosis. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, but it's, it's, it's fun. Cause you can actually see them start to have to like peel back the layers of like, all right. So, you know, here I am as, you know, Karl Marx, communist manifesto carrying uh, leftist. And I, I'm, I'm saying, okay, let's start to say, I know you weren't born a communist, leftist, Marxist, you know, communist manifesto, manifesto in hand, um, you know, leftist, progressive. I I know you're not. I, I quite frankly, I know that you, you weren't raised that way either. So let's kind of figure out what, what went wrong. But where did this this path start? And work backwards in terms of like, what issues did you identify as you started to go down this rabbit hole that you were like, yeah, progressivism, leftism, socialism, Marxism are the answer. Like that's even for, for our friends in the left, like that's, that's a very steep, like slippery slope that you have, you know, suddenly from the top floor slipped all the way down to the basement. Like that's a big, big drop off from just saying like, I think that government should be there because I don't trust people. Like that's a whole separate argument, but I definitely hear that from my friends on the left. But to actually get him to explain and rationalize where he got to his beliefs, and, not, and, and actually in many cases, unable to, to rationalize his beliefs, that's something that you know I, I want you guys to be able to take, to take away from the show and utilize in your own lives, is to, to really take what we do here at The Brian Nichols Show on a daily basis and, and use it to not beat the, you know, the, the, the leftist or the, you know, the conservative in your, in your life, but to better understand them, to, to try and get them to rationalize their ideas. Now, here's the, the reason why I, I particularly like this approach is because when you start to, you know, have to, to rationalize your positions and you have to be logically based in, in, you know, going from point A to point B and how you go from, you know, one position that you hold to another position in terms of maintaining your, your principles, maintaining your ideology, you, you're always going to win as a libertarian. <laughs> like, like you will always win. It's, it's, it's the best because I mean that I say this as a libertarian and my bias, right? We will always win in the court of public opinion because at the end of the day, our ideas are based on morality. It's based on you, the individual being, the, uh, being able to own yourself, the right to life, liberty, and property, right? That's really at the fundamental basis of libertarianism, property rights, and yes, non-aggression. Um, 
So if we can, if we can always work back to that point of being like some common agreement and honestly ask people, like, do you feel bill that I should be able to vote with me and, you know, a couple of my friends three to one over you that you need to, I don't know, you have to wear a blue hat on Tuesdays. That's the rule because we passed that rule. Does that feel like that's a good rule? Now, you, you can say no, but guess what? Three plus one, or I'm sorry, three versus one. Guess guess who who's gonna make you do it? The side that has three, the the the, the de- democratic answer, right? That three person majority, they they democratically were able to pass something that they believe is moral, is just, is right, but it's infringing on Bill's ability to wear whatever hat he wants, or heck, even if he doesn't want to wear a hat. What if Bill doesn't want to wear a hat on Tuesdays? He says, you know what? I want to wear a visor. You know what? I don't want to wear a hat at all. I don't want to wear anything on my head. Should he be, should he be forced to wear a hat because a, you know a, a majority of people said he should? I I don't think so. All right. Well, maybe Bill should leave. Maybe Bill should move out of that community. What what if Bill can't move? Right? What if it's illegal? What if they make it illegal for Bill to move because he doesn't want to face that silly hat law? Well, honestly, and I'm not trying to poke fun at Keith, but when I had my conversation with Keith, he actually said, that's okay. <laughs> now, it's one thing to, to actually say, like, from a purely principled position, you find that okay? I'll agree to disagree. I think your answer is morally incorrect. But if if you're going to be strong to your convictions and say, he should be forced to. Now, now, granted, it's not in this situation. I wasn't saying to, to Keith, should Bill be forced to wear that hat on Tuesday? Um, but rather as, as saying, you know, well, should shouldn't people be able to to move away from states that are taxing them, you know, by some crazy standard? And he said, well, no, that's why we should have a national federal um, standard. He said, OK, well, what if they move to the Cayman Islands or to Ireland or Saudi Arabia? Do people move there? I don't know. Um, but what if they wanted to do that? They shouldn't be allowed to. What? Like, that's that's at least a, a principled position. And I respect the hell out of Keith for, for saying that. Um, but, <laughs> like, a, a huge whopping but here, right? I fundamentally disagree. Based on principles, based on ideology, based on morals. Honestly, I, I, I vehemently disagree with that belief. But I was able to get him to rationalize and actually state truly what he believes. Now, when I say our idea is a win on the core of public opinion, it's not a matter of trying to, you know, say, well, Keith, that's just a silly position to hold. It's more to let him say what he believes, let me say what I believe, and then people listening to it can say, huh, you know, should Bill be forced to wear a hat on Tuesdays? Like, does that seem moral? Does that seem right? Should I be forced to wear a hat on Tuesdays? What if, and hear me out, a big what if, the other side that I think is literally Hitler, that they gain power? What if they make me wear a MAGA hat every single day? And suddenly, it makes sense. Because they don't want a world where that's the reality. Guess what? I don't want that world either. And that's the best part, is that I can stay logically and and fundamentally secure and sound 
in my beliefs and in my arguments. But they can't. In that situation, they can't unless they are going to agree that they should be forced to wear a MAGA hat. Right? That's it. And now it's on them. And now they have to make that choice. But now we're actually giving them a real fundamental difference between what we believe and what, by, by we, again, I'm using that, that grand we of if you're on the left, if you're on the right, whatever argument you're giving, now you're forcing them to grapple with the position. Now, now you're forcing them, instead of to, to answer the straw man position, right? You're a libertarian, so you just want big business to hurt the poor people. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a dirty, rotten communist, and you just want to cripple America, get rid of all of our corporations and businesses, so everybody's going to be living at the hand of the government, and then we're all going to get poor and starve, right? That's, that's, that's usually the, the extent of, you know, really digging deep on Twitter, or honestly, on Facebook for that matter. But to actually get past that and to address the root of the issues, you're going to get a lot more people to hear what you're presenting as your side if you're if you're helping them on this journey along the way. Scolding, castigating, blaming, that doesn't work. Think of the last time that you were like, you know what? That person really called me a mother effer and he was right. Yeah, you know what? I'm on board. No, nobody does that. But if you're like, you know, that guy really made a really good point. Huh. And then you sit there and you think about it for an hour and you're like, ah, I'm going to go to the gym. And he's like in between sets and he's like, that point though was really good. Ah, I'm going to drive home. He's eating dinner. He's like, damn it. How can I overdo what he's done not well, not overdue how can I undo how can I undo this seed that has been planted within the confines of my brain and honestly guys chances are he can't because once that seed's been planted it's there he knows he's like damn it I now have information I did not have before and I can't I can't argue against the straw man because I know that that's not really what they believe so is this helpful do you guys feel that this episode today um, will help, not just you, but maybe will help some of your family and friends have very difficult conversations with people? Well, if that's the case, then here's what you should do. Number one, you need to share today's episode with your family and friends. Please, guys, social media, Facebook, Twitter, tag me at B Nichols Liberty. And my challenge to you this week is to invite five of your friends or family to listen to today's episode. I think that this episode, believe it or not, out of all the episodes, out of almost 100 episodes that we have aired here at The Brian Nichols Show, not counting bonus episodes, out of almost 100 episodes, I dare say this may be the one episode, truly the one episode that left, right, conservative, progressive, libertarian, socialist, communist, anarchist, everybody can listen to the show and walk away feeling that they have learned something that they can utilize in their own lives. So, that's the episode, or if you want to become knowledge like myself, read the awesome book, How to Have Impossible Conversations, A Very Practical Guide by Peter Bogosian. It is an awesome book. It's available anywhere you buy your books, and sincerely, I I cannot recommend this book enough, Um, but also, I I honestly cannot recommend what I've been talking about today enough. This is something you're going to utilize 
every single day when you're talking to people, it's going to make you better. And I think you're actually going to find it's going to, it's going to better your relationships um, with friends, with families, a significant other. So please take this information today, utilize it. Um, but hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, let me know. Email me at brian at Now You can also email me um, at brian at briannicholsshow.com if you were interested in being a sponsor for an episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Uh, now, here is an absolutely fantastic stat, and I want to thank uh, our dear leader, Chris Spangle, over at the We Are Libertarians Network for sharing this information um, back over the uh, the new year, and that is, now here's a fun fact, 60% of consumers looked up a product or service that was advertised on a podcast, and 25% made a purchase. So, if you have a product, if you have a good a service, whatever it may be, and you want to reach one of the fastest growing Liberty audiences out there, email me, brian at briannicholsshow.com. Love to talk to you, hear what you have, and hey, we can work it out. I'd love to have you be a sponsor on The Brian Nichols Show. Um, So guys, with that being said, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining us here on another, yes, fun-filled episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Um, guys, it's been a blast. I'm looking forward to a phenomenal year uh, being 2020 to have more awesome guests, people who are far smarter than me, um, talk about really interesting things that you guys have, you know, you guys care about and you guys want to learn more about. So with that, signing off for The Brian Nichols Show here on January 3rd, 2020. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Megowitz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you've heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docuseries highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policy enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates, Follow the Science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.